Welcome to OCA, a special podcast for special people. Our mission is for OCA to enable individuals and families with autism or other disabilities the opportunity to maximize their abilities. Over the past 15 years, we have grown from an idea to a full community of professionals serving the Central Florida community. We're excited to share our favorite memories, tips, and experiences with you. And we hope to inspire you to get involved too. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Greetings, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Sylvia, CEO of OCA, and I'm so glad you're back for another episode. Today, I'm going to talk to you about not only did I get involved in Special Olympics, but how OCA got involved in Special Olympics. One of the things that I have always taken great pride in is I'm an athlete. I grew up as an athlete, and so when I married my husband, he was also an athlete. So we knew that when we wanted to have children, that we wanted our kids involved in sports. Sports teaches so many life lessons. So, of course, God gifted us with three beautiful boys, and we proceeded to have our children get immediately involved in sports. And, of course, Matthew, our youngest son, uh, has autism, and so his road to sports was a little different. And in 2000, um, we were living in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I was substitute teaching at the time at a school, and they had asked me to go on a field trip with the ESE classroom, which is, stands for Exceptional Student Education, um, that they were going to go to a Special Olympics um, celebration. And I was like, oh, I've heard of Special Olympics. This is exciting. So off I get on the bus with the school to go to the celebration. And I am sitting in the stands watching the most beautiful sight I'd ever experienced. There were people cheering and applauding and celebrating these amazing Special Olympic athletes. And I was bawling. And I had to step out because the people were looking at me like, what is wrong with this lady? Like, why is she crying? Like, they, they, they were not seeing what I was seeing, right? And so I walked outside and I called my husband and I couldn't catch my breath. I was like, beautiful thing. And he's like, where's the accident? Where are you? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. A, and I was finally able to get out that I was at a special Olympic celebration. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And this response was, can we talk about this later? I'm supposed to be in a meeting. <laughs> I was like, yes, but it was that moment that I thought, if Matthew ever has the chance to be involved in Special Olympics, we're going to do this. And so in 2003, we moved back to Florida, in Orlando, and I can remember we were uh, touring a school. Uh, it was Princeton House Charter School. And... Um, they, uh, on the tour and all that, we, I asked the question, well, do you do Special Olympics? And they go, well, we kind of do little things, but we'd like to. Well, fast forward quickly, I end up becoming the PE coach to the school. And, of course, I immediately say, I want us to do Special Olympics. And I have 
never experienced something that transformed so many people. Not only the students who then now were athletes, but the teachers who became the, the Special Olympic coaches. Um, and the families got to experience, I'm getting goosebumps telling me this, a typical experience. It just transcended everything that I was passionate about. It all came to fruition, and it was amazing. It was, my favorite part was we took 54 athletes to Special Olympics. Now, for the audience that's listening, that's not normal. Normally, a coach will bring either a team, or they'll bring one or two athletes, or they might bring three or four athletes, but nobody brings 54 athletes, and we did, and it was amazing, and uh, I've just been so proud of the evolution of our Special Olympics program. We went from being part of a school to becoming an independent agency uh, because I was no longer working in the school, so when OCA was formed, we formed our own agency uh, for Special Olympics, and you know, the, the program has continued to grow and impact. Um, you know, we're proud to say that we have two national championship teams, um, a traditional soccer team from 2018, um, a unified soccer team from 2022. Um, we have, you know, touched the lives of um, so many families, so many athletes. The unified partners, which are the typical peers, they are now advocates um, of Special Olympics. They're advocates of our programs. Uh, they come out and cheer and celebrate their friends. They, you know, that that's probably the beauty of our unified partners is they never say, "Hey, these are the kids I volunteer with." They sit there and say, "Hey, these are my friends, and I'm going to play with my friends." Um, I think for all of us at OCA, that's probably our greatest pride and joy is that they realize and understand what we're doing as an organization and that all of these individuals we service want everything that you and I want. They want to be loved. They want to be respected. They want to be understood. And they want to have those opportunities in our community to show, look at my ability. I'm doing more than you ever thought I could. And so um, I tell people all the time, my favorite moment of any Special Olympics event is when we do the oath, when the athletes do the oath. Because there's a word there that's my favorite word. And the oath is, let me win. But if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. And that word attempt is what propels Every single time we walk out onto a softball field, we walk out onto a basketball court, we walk out onto the pitch. We want you to attempt your best. And if you give me your best, I'm a proud coach. So, you know, this season was an amazing uh, Special Olympic season for our athletes. Uh, we 
played unified softball. Uh, we did our basketball season. I'm super proud of our peewee group. That's our 8 to 11-year-olds. Uh, they became state champions uh, in basketball, and that was the first time in OCA history. Uh, our soccer team, for the first time ever, we had all four levels um, qualify for the state games, uh, and that is a tremendous feat. Um, we, you know, are having the opportunity to be part of uh, the Major League Soccer Unified Experience again, and um, our, our athletes are going to get to, and partners are going to get to compete against um, Charlotte FC on May 31st, and they will be playing against Colorado Rockies at Exploria Stadium on June 10th, and I'm just so proud. You know, all of these moments, all of these opportunities, continue to help them become stronger individuals and members of the community. And uh, I'm just super proud of that. And um, I can hardly wait to see what our next season, of um, season you know, 23, 24 for Special Olympics uh, has in store for us. Um, and, and I'm really hoping that we continue to grow because that was one of the great things that happened this year was our numbers grew in every one of our programs. Um, from softball, we had added softball skills. Uh, we had the individual skills and the team skills and then the traditional planes uh, of games and all of that. And so I just love that, that that continues to grow year after year after year. Um, so at this moment, I want you to know I'm a very proud coach, and I want to thank you for spending time with me and tuning into this week's episode. Can't thank you enough for spending your day with us. And if you want to find out more about OCA, log on to gooca.org. Follow us on Instagram at OCA for you, for being the number, and follow us on Facebook at OCA, a special place for special needs. To make a gift at OCA, head to oca-giving.org. To make a free and immediate impact, leave a review of our podcast. Give us five-star rating. That will make this coach very happy and share it with a friend. We can't wait for you to join us for our next episode of OCA, a special podcast for special people. Thank you.